Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What up, you're listening to Almost Sacred. I'm Jake. I'm Jake's bitch, Ryan. What's up? And my bitch, Ryan. Hey, hey! Thanks for listening. This is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Sometimes about... Ryan, what a miserable fucking day it is outside. <laughs> it's terrible, man. It feels like we're living in England. No offense to our England people, but it's raining like crazy. But we here. assume this is what the weather is like all of the time. It's cold. It's dreary. We haven't seen the sun in like three days. It's miserable here in North Carolina. Don't you feel like melancholy? Yes, I feel mel- melancholy a little, all the time. A little Christmas melancholy getting you ready for the There's getting ready a lot for the season. Coming our way and it is no snow, man. No snow. I think it is supposed to snow this weekend. Get out of town. We're supposed to now we get freezing rain Thursday night into Friday morning. So that wonderful morning commute on Friday. <laughs> I'm moving to England. It never does it snow in England. I'm sure it does, but I you think never hear it reported. Right? I think it does in like the Highlands in Scotland, maybe. Really? For as much as it rains there, I would think it rains. It snows, but like I quite don't. A bit, I don't but. think they get as much snow as some other parts of Europe. It's Jacob not- Lewis, does it snow? Does it snow in your area? Yeah, let us know. Let us know yeah. how many centimeters we'll get, and then it'll take us three business days to figure out how many inches it is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll convert. You just give us your measurements. Give us the measurements. We'll send you our measurements. Yeah. <laughs> for the snow. Of the snow. Correction. For the snow. And just to be clear, Ryan always measures the snow with his dick. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> no, I don't because I run out of you stick run out to measure. <laughs> well, it's too deep. <laughs> yep. If it's over three inches, <laughs> I don't if know. If it's how- over three inches, I if no I long- could be I- so lucky. I no longer know how much snow is on the ground. More than three inches, I can tell you that much. <laughs> it could. I mean, my belly button's got snow in it. Could- I'm going too far. <laughs> there could be a hundred for a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I barely made a could dent be in deep. it. <laughs> but you know, the problem with that is sometimes that I go test on the sidewalk and then there's only. Um, if I, if I have enough penis to be able to touch the bottom, then I usually scuff up my penis a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes known as the ground. Yeah. You ever the, scuff your penis? Um, on the ground? Yeah. All the time. <laughs> every, every time I go to tie my shoes. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, right. That's you, beat up, dude. I stepped right into that do one. Do you remember about this time last year? We, it was about... Yes. Second week of December. I'm we got, scared where this is going. We're just talking about scuffing our penises, and you're like, "Remember this time last year? Like, remember this time? Where is this going? Well, we got 14 inches of scuffed penis of icy dick by the by Jack Frost. We oh, got yeah. a shit ton of snow. About it was this like time going to prison. Year. You drop the soap, and the weather's like, boom. I remember that was the episode we did. I think it was the Game Awards episode we did last year with Cody. Had, yeah, it was we right had before. And it was the one where I was like, "I'm drunk." We were all extremely drunk. I episode twelve. Go back. 
Go back and listen to it. It's probably the most inebriated any of us have ever been and sat down to record. It took us about three hours to do that episode, I think. We we did go for a long we, time. <laughs> we had to stop. Breaks. We had to stop several times. And that next morning, we got 14 inches of snow and it was at we were I was stuck here for like three days. I did not leave the house. It's probably good that you had food here and like it was a good thing I had Plant food and plenty of alcohol. I had like an entire, I had an entire bottle of liquor when well, you I here started by yourself. It wasn't like you had it. Uh, well, after you guys came over, I had considerably less liquor. Most of it was gone, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to blame this all on which, which explains the quality of that episode. Now, it's probably one of my favorites to listen back to. But. Well, thank you. I'm going to blame this on Cody. <laughs> but I'll take the credit because for you know, show. Because you know what? He's not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I doubt he listens. So fuck you, Cody. <laughs> yeah. Also, we can't wait to have you on again. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to see you next week. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, that one. That was. Uh, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I, I. That the same. It was three days later, and I finally had to go back to work. It was like that Wednesday. You poor thing. They had plowed the parking lot, and you know what it's like when they come through and they plow anything here in the winter time. You know, it's fine during the day, but once the temperature drops at night, everything ices over again. So there was an iceberg behind my car. So what I had to do that, that morning, I Oh, you didn't like clean it out or anything. I would have been like, can I get a shovel or something? No, I no. it a little bit. (laughs) It wouldn't have helped. It was, so? so it was absolutely after three days of not moving, it was absolutely frozen fucking solid. So when I go to leave that more, that, uh, like Wednesday morning to go to work, it had been 25 degrees overnight. It's well, well below freezing. And I go to back out and I realize like my back tires are not touching the ground and my front tires are also barely touching the ground. So I'm stuck. <laughs> it's seven there before it's seven 30 in the morning and you drive a car. You're not driving. Yeah, like no, an SUV. I, don't, I don't have an SUV. I have a little car. <laughs> I have a really little car and I was basically stuck. I was trying to go to work that morning and I had made it about two feet. I was stuck. <laughs> so I had to reverse. I had to get, put it back into drive, reverse again and kind of try to wear down this yep. big iceberg for about 10 minutes. And I'm so thankful that there was nobody else in my neighborhood that was out walking around that morning that was a wit- out. that was a witness to this. <laughs> oh, I thought you may take him out. No, I mean you you eventually you you get frustrated and you're like, all right, I'm going for it this time. This is the time I finally bust like, through this. No. It's like when you pull that rubber band back and you just pull it back way too far and just wind up taking somebody's eye out in like the fourth grade. <laughs> my God. What happened to you as a child? <laughs> I've never done that. I don't what have good. You talking I don't about? have good eyesight. <laughs> is what I'm saying. You got whipped with a rubber band as a child, <laughs> right in the eyeball. Yeah. No, I finally made. It, I finally made it out. I got. I cleared the iceberg. And man, the whole the whole way to the office that morning, I was like, I should have just stayed home. You should have. I should have stayed home. You could have worked from home. That was clear. the The fact that I made it all of two feet when I intended to make it into the office was clear indication that it was not. Was anybody there? Uh, no. It well, was see, it was not worth it. I well, should have people just, <laughs> live like right next door to there. People live right next door to there and still will anytime it snows, they're like, I can't I can't do it today. Be like, motherfucker, you can walk here. <laughs> that almost seems racist to me, is because the snow's white. <laughs> the the cool thing <laughs> the, I will say the neat thing, the good thing about this neighborhood is that you can walk to like the nearest grocery store. So we all the joke here in the South, for those of you that aren't from the South, is that anytime it snows, 
or it even might snow. All hell will break loose. It's it's pandemonium, man. Milk, like bread, bread and pizza and beer. Oh, so we both have we both used to work at a grocery store pizza and pizza and beer. You had me at hello, baby. Any time that it snows or it might snow or anyone says the S word, shit. The S word in the South, of course, is snow. People lo- people will lose their fucking shit. I took a photo last year. I'll Black post Friday's nothing. <laughs> I'll post I'll put it on our podcast page. It was the night um the night before you guys came over, so two nights before the big snow. Two nights before Jack Frost came and fucked us up the ass last hello, year. Hello, hello. <laughs> Snowpocalypse 2018 is what, what we call it. I think we called it at the time. But oh, it was 2019, wasn't it? 2018. Was it 2018? Because it was a year ago. My God. Yeah. The time just flies. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it was the bread aisle. No bread. No bread. And the, that was the thing I never understood was it's that... You're buying most of the things that you're buying when you're preparing for this big snowstorm are things that need to be refrigerated. So if you just throw your bread out. In the so snow. if you're a you can't get to a store and b you're out of power buying things that need to be refrigerated is a baffling decision that People I've never quite understood. Die out here. In the People snow. do think they're going to die. They, they think that they're not going they're to like, oh, my God, we can't swim in this two inches. <laughs> we're going to drown. We can't go mudding in this. <laughs> it's going to melt and we're going to die. <laughs> but that that is how people act. We don't have the, the like infrastructure to deal with snow, though. Like places up north, they have like the those big salt trucks. When I was in, they New- invest more. Into they that. invest more. You have more. You have higher taxes, and the part of that is because the climate is just not conducive to. I mean, you need that kind of stuff in the wintertime if you ever want to go anywhere. Yep. <laughs> but uh, when I was in New Hampshire, it was fascinating because we were in a little town on the coast and they had what I could only describe as a mountain of salt sitting right outside of the town. And that was for the wintertime when we went there. How tall was that? Taller was than you, I'm hum- assuming. I can say it was higher than 14 inches, which is the only the maximum measuring stick I was carrying with me at the time. If you know what I'm saying, folks, he's lying. <laughs> this is very small. Less than You're that. Caucasian. I will say, I will say that you much. get no more than <laughs> seven at the most. Um, no, it was, it was humongous. And it's amazing to see like places like that where they have like really, really bad winters, but 14 inches in New Hampshire is like nothing. Oh yeah, I got family in Pennsylvania. Yeah, they what up, Dillsburg? They don't fucking care. Like Montreal, when I was there, I was talking to some people, and they said, "Like, hey, we got like four feet of snow in twenty four hours one day last year." It's already snowing in places. It's it is like a couple um, months ago, like Montana or North Dakota or somewhere. Somewhere. Oh up yeah, there. yeah. In like September, they in they Canada had a, a big snowstorm come through there. Canada. Did you like, see? Did shit. you see on the the F one Instagram where they had? I think it was um. It was the Montreal track. It's Formula already one. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's already covered in snow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, Canada is pretty much snow all the time. <laughs> A lot of hockey players come from there. Why? Because they can play on the ice year round. They're in Russia. The Russia didn't Russia just get banned from a bunch of shit because they yeah, were yeah for like four years. Yeah, for like, four years. They were tampering. They're I did hear that. Always fucking doping, man. They always are. <laughs> it's incredible how What's that Putin fellow. I'm going to I'm going to come out. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to make a big political statement. Say Putin, not a good guy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to back you up on that and say <laughs> going to take I that agree. bold stance. <laughs> I'm going to put him right up there with Trumpy Trump. I'm going to say he's not a nice person. <laughs> I'm going to say he's not a nice person. 
And I'm going to say that Pussy Riot um, was right. Good documentary, by the way. I watched some of it. I saw where that was really weird where they were like in this little like caged area and then like they had to do their trial. Is that what you're talking about? Where yeah. they did their trial? They and like the masks and stuff that they wear. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, no, like the, toboggans the justice system in Russia is fucked corrupt. basically. Just to say that the it's a crazy to think that a place that used to be the Soviet Union would have a corrupt system of justice and like imprisonment and some crazy laws, but turns out it's carried over. <laughs> well, you know, maybe there's hope after Putin goes and maybe the next person will be a little more compassionate. I, I think so he's going to have to, face I think he's going to have to die. Basically. I think he's more or less president for life at this point, or yeah. he's, or it's to the point where it's like, they say that you like, we're a democracy, but nobody opposes me in the general election. So it's like, I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> well, if anybody tries to run, I'm sure they try to like, you pay see, them off or kill them. You see this, and, them. and even some countries, they will pay another person or two to run against them just to have the, you know, the the appearance of, of democracy. But well, they're never I'm allowed running. to actually I'll win. I'll run. <laughs> you're, putting your, you're putting your head money. in the ring. You're like, we're going to be in the 2026 Olympics. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to do def- well. We're Here, definitely going to make steroids. <laughs> oh no, we did it again. <laughs> oh, oops. I can't believe we made the same mistakes as last time. Well, I can't believe they caught us. Here's some journalists. There go some journalists. I just had their bodies dumped in the river. <laughs> Nighty night bitches. Nighty night bitches. <laughs> President Sizemore has has issued his royal decree. decree. Yeah, uh, Russia bad. Not the people, but the political but, system. Yeah, we. I f- I feel bad for the people of Russia. I hear that more more people are. Wish they could be out of Russia. I hear that zero people in Russia have listened to Almost Accurate before. Well, you, I don't know if you've heard that. You've probably seen that. <laughs> Russia's going to be listening to us now. They're like, yeah, I'll back that shit up. I'm like, come on, up. Russia, let's go. Can you imagine? I don't know. If, I don't know if they have podcasts in Russia. They probably do. No, but Google imagine, probably blocks us from Im- there. Imagine if this was the only podcast that anyone in Russia had ever listened to. <laughs> this is where you get your news. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's the most, a lot to be desired, isn't there? The most reliable source of information you could possibly come across. Us. They don't understand the translation. Almost accurate. Means they just, we are always accurate. Exactly. But we're sometimes accurate. We, they see the word accurate and they're like, we can trust these guys. They know no, what they're they talking can't. about. We've we half, have no idea what we're talking about. We, we just ha- talk from our assholes. We half listen to something and we half watch something and we're like, all right. Here's That's what I unfair. Here's we what I, watch stuff. We, we watch, watch stuff all the, the time. Fuck out of stuff. If it comes to reading, it's hit or miss. Sometimes <laughs> I can't read. Um, surprise! I can, I can read, but I choose not to most of the time. <laughs> I do, man. I my mind starts drifting whenever I read. If I'm I, like thinking about stuff. I think that's part of like I notice whenever I start getting back into musical things like playing guitar and stuff like my brain will just like fly somewhere like little tiny little thing. And I'll really explore that idea and put myself in that thought process. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, where the last five minutes go. I've been thinking about this and really digging deep. I just call that the artist brain. Cause it makes me feel better. It's probably just like stupid brain, but I'm just like stupid overthinking brain. You just go to a different sort of place though. And that's okay. Everybody uses different parts of their brain. Sometimes you might, if you're listening to this podcast, you might turn off all parts of your brain. I like to do that. But I recommend doing that if you want to enjoy this. You don't have to, but 
You it should. might help. You should. Ryan, the boys are back. Boys back in town. I the boys are excited. The boys are fucking back, Ryan. Season two of The Boys is coming in 2020. We don't know when, but probably in the summertime, like the last, like the first season. I think that's out. whenever it's supposed to come back. I'm excited to see how uh, Mr. Butcher does with his wife banging um, old blonde. Um, also, with our main character, I forget his name. It's been a while since I watched it. Was Howie? Howie, yes. Him and Starfire. Starlight or whatever her name is. Starlight. I really enjoy their their interactions. I do Um, too. I think that will work out well for them. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for him. But you know what? How he sure seems to. I bet he's gonna fuck this up somehow. Even he's a dumbass, like most of us men. So he's his heart's in a good place, but he's dumb. But yeah, but he makes some really poor decisions and some dumb decisions. What's the dumbest decision you've ever made? Doing Which this, one? Doing this <laughs> <Just> podcast? <pick> one. <laughs> I Just don't pick know. One. <laughs> opening, opening myself up to the opinions of other people on the internet. Oh, well, probably... nobody gives us any opinions. So, uh, we... <laughs> do they? Yeah. I've seen a lot of five star ratings, which you can give us five star ratings on any on of the platforms that we're out there. Any on. of the platforms we're out to. We did the Spotify wrap up, and you know what? I don't think you can leave ratings on Spotify. So. Well, you should leave them on Yelp. Just give us Yelp. Really. <laughs> start us a Yelp page. <laughs> Seriously. Is, Let's any, just start a is anyone hiring? Page. I've got $50 for you. Yes. $50. I'm, I'm just, Ooh, that goes a long way. I'm just kidding. It's 30 <laughs> <laughs> And the price is still dropping. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I love the first season of The Boys. There's a lot of blood in this trailer. <laughs> there is. They like open a man's mouth open and like tear him apart, There's which an, is really cool. There's an excessive amount of this. I was surprised to see a trailer for season two this fast. I guess well, they it were took off really quick. They People were love filming the second season pretty much at the same time that the first one was airing. Well, I think they knew that was going to be a big thing. I, I'm I think really excited even for if, Amazon. Amazon's really killing it right now. Even if it wasn't, I think that they were like, I bet we can get two seasons out of this at least. And I, it's not really that high it's only eight episodes and second season will yeah. be eight episodes. It's not really that. I don't think it's that high budget of a show to make because despite, sure? despite like there's some great CGI in this and some great like physical stuff, but a lot of it, I would say three fourths of it is people in costumes and like boardrooms or they're standing around like a field and stuff. But it's also got that. I think the intrigue is it so much the CGI and stuff like that. It's like, the political it's intrigue. The way, yeah, but it, in terms of production, though, I, the money is a lot of that money is going towards the, the effects. But that is a smaller part of small a smaller part of the show. It definitely helps pop, but it's a smaller part of the show. But I th- yeah, you're absolutely right. The the reason that this show is intriguing is the characters are so well developed, and their interactions are definitely you know, what kind of endears us to them. And the mystery too. You also, I really, really want to know about the noir character. I really it, like to know more about him. Have him do something. Well, I feel like he <laughs> did. I feel like the main story people were out there at about, I really want noir to be a chick. I think that That'd would be, be a good, really cool. Be a good twist. You won't expect that to be a chick. It is a very big overcoat. And we don't really know. Awesome. We don't really know who's underneath of it. So yeah, and or maybe it's Nicolas cool. Cage again. <laughs> well, that would. Okay. So let me take that back. I want it to be Nicolas Cage or, or a lady. Nicolas Cage or I don't care anymore. Um, Jake, we didn't talk about this last week, but Star Wars opened up a hotel. Walt Disney 
Um, Imagineering announced the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel will open at Walt Disney World in 2021. What do you think of that? Would you go? Sign me up. I want to pay $300 a night to stay here, however much it's going to cost. Pretty much. I wonder if they're going to have any like cutting edge technology. Disney World or Disney. What if it's just like a bunk on the Millennium Falcon, though? It's just like dirty. It's got like Chewbacca's hair all over it. Yeah. Well, it I smells like they feet. Have, like something equivalent <laughs> to Google Home, or I'm just going to say your name real quick, Alexa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. What was that? Yeah. Well, I was trying to give it a second to go off. I'm uh, sorry, Ryan. I cannot kill all of your enemies right now. I will only drink the blood of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, lover boy. Oh, do you like to do it all in later? Yes. Um, maybe I should just do the news as that character for the whole time. I'm going to say. No. Definitely. <laughs> oh, you think uh, definitely? My God. I mean, it's cool, but I... <sighs> Who has the money to do this? It's going to be really expensive. It's, it's got to be one of those things where it's like one night and then you're out. Like, oh, that's the way I play it every night. Oh, yes. Leave the money on the nightstand, boy. Ryan, what do you think of Mulan? Oh, that Mulan trailer. The trailer looked like I was not interested. <laughs> I kind of like the way this looks. I think it looks like they put more money behind it than, say, like Aladdin or something like that. Aladdin really looked like it was a bunch of. They spent all their money on the Mr. Smith. They, yeah. And so everything was like a set. <laughs> everything with, you could tell it was like a set with a green screen. This looks a lot more like they did some on location stuff. The costuming is really good. It, there's just not the magic there like no, it was in the it's cartoon. Not. And that's and that is Where's Eddie Murphy? Probably one of the bigger problems with any of these like live action remakes that Disney is apparently really got a thing for right now. It's they are oh, they got a hard on for Jack. They like, got a hard on for money and bend over. Wow. Lion wow. King wow. Beauty and the Beast. What's the other one? Aladdin, the one I just said. <laughs> you ever seen Mario wherever he goes and hits a block and like the coin just comes out? Yes. That's Our dis- ass that's- <laughs> is the block. And Mickey Mouse is Mario. In he this is. Analogy. And the coins just keep coming out. <laughs> He's like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Then hits that question mark. Here comes Yoshi. Yeah, girl. Yoshi's Dropping that egg. Yoshi's got that long tongue. So, you know, he can eat that ass pretty good. I'm just oh, saying it's yes. flexible. It's probably prehensile. Yes. Yoshi knows what's up. He can Does also he, probably well, he was eating ass before the nineties. So. He can he was eating ass before it was cool, but he can also steal all of your powers <laughs> and steal your asshole and then poop you out the other end. Yeah, it's He's a sweet man. I I don't I'm not super excited for this. Kind of like you said, I think it looks really good, but if this I'm not really excited about any of the live remakes, if any if this comes out and we don't go see it, whenever it comes out, I don't. It didn't say what it was going to, but. You know, I will say that I don't think it'd be a loss. Beauty and the Beast. I really wanted to see that just to see what the live was. Once I saw the live action, because that was like the first one, maybe Jungle Book. I saw Jungle Book, too. I can't remember which came out first, but once you see him, I feel like you got the idea. It's not as intriguing. Right. I think there's just there's a big we've seen the story before. And yeah, basically it, it, it almost the trailer for a little bit. It tries to convince us this is a more like realistic world, but then you see a woman turn into like a bird and fly off. Yeah, so dude. 
which is the thing I kind of forgot about the original Mulan. Like, oh, yeah, there's talking dragons and like magic and shit in that. There's so, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, literally Eddie Murphy is a is a talking dragon. And the, the joke we had earlier was that it was just Eddie. We They bring back Eddie Murphy, but it's just it regular comeback regular eddie murphy with a dragon tail walking he's around like be in there somewhere. 16th century china <laughs> he's got to be in there somewhere he's making a comeback and his career is flourishing why not um why not tom holland he got spider-man he got drunk and called bob Iger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not mince at words trivia he was at <laughs> trivia nonetheless ryan we all know how good you are at trivia how good we both are at trivia which we is are to say not, not very good at trivia. <laughs> we could, I feel like we're, I am going to be honest. I don't think that we're dummies. We're not dummies, but we don't know anything about just dumb. We don't know anything stuff. about 18th century English literature, which is apparently who the guy who was running trivia was the only thing he cared about. The Brewers Kettle and Kernsville. Talk about World War II. I'll tell you some facts about World War II. I just found out but, that like Hitler had his people on meth and shit like that. Yeah, Perviton. And he was. He was die. Uh, his vitamins that his person was given to his doctor was like crystal meth, basically. Well, I think it was like heroin. Yeah. Which I don't know what the difference between crystal meth and heroin are. I think one you smoke, one you shoot, but I think both could think be, probably smoke. be distilled into a tablet, which is probably what he's taken. But could yeah, be. no, uh, it's That's wild shit, man. Uh, but when you're already an incredibly um, bad and deranged person and you're on drugs on top of that. You probably might make some pretty poor decisions. So. Like going to, well, they could have took over Russia and that would have helped them out. As This is this all I heard today. Um, but they decided to do something else and that kind of fucked them. But, you know, better off. Fuck you, Nazis. Fuck you, Hitler. Taking a bold stance. We've been against Putin oh, yeah. and against Hitler tonight. I'm all about the dead Kennedys right now. <laughs> Nazi punks, fuck off. Um, Jake. Lost in Space 2. You saw the trailer. I didn't. And you said, oh. I did. I came when I saw it. Oh, did you? Twice. Was it sticky? Every time. Oh, yes. The walls still haven't recovered. Do you ever feel like it smells like chlorine? Hmm? No, nothing. Keep going. Not in here. Not, no, I'm just talking about your semen. Does your semen ever smell like chlorine? No. Go see a doctor. Um, Lost in Space too. Lost trailer. How's that season, going? Season one was really good. Um, you might actually like it. You think so? Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. It's uh, it's good. I definitely think it's um, it's the kind of thing you could watch with like a whole family. Um, kind of like the the original one. But when I was growing up, I loved Lost in Space, the original series. It was on in like the late '60s, I think. Are you talking about the one with the weird gay uncle who is like Doctor Smith? Is yeah, who you're like, referring to. Let's go out here and see what happens. And then the kid's like, "Okay, I'm gonna like bring a, my robot." And the robot's like this eight feet tall and just has like <laughs> there were some orgies there. <laughs> Questionable things happening there. I'm gonna yeah. say. It. I love that show when I was growing up. And then I think I drugged my parents to see the you live them? action. Well, I mean, they, I asked them and they took me reluctantly the one to Matthew see LeBrock. Yes. LeBron. Matt, Matt LeBlanc, that, the like the lost Joey. in space, 1998, which was awful from what I can remember. No good, but this, yeah, they definitely didn't make a sequel of that. This series is the first season was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I did hear good things about the first season. It is, it is Jimbo good. At the Emporium told me that was really good. I quite enjoyed it. it. And it's been like almost two years. I think it was March or April of last year when the first season came out. And this is 
season two is coming out around right around Christmas, maybe Christmas Day, I think. Um, Who is this through? It's Netflix, Netflix. Netflix original. So, yeah, the first season was eight or ten episodes. I can't remember. Maybe just maybe it was just eight. But um, it was really enjoyable. And you can definitely see that what, if you get past the pilot was probably the worst episode, honestly. But even then, I could see like the potential. But a lot of pilots are sort of like that. You have to establish so many things. Like so, The Office. The Office's whole first season yeah, was if, shot differently and not as If funny. you had watched like the first two episodes of The Office and you're like, this show's no good. There's Basketball no, saved. They will never, ever make a second season of this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good series. And I'm excited that they're bringing it back for a second one. I think it's well cast. It's very well acted. And a lot of people were horny for the robot. Um, huh? <laughs> what? There was a whole, it was not as big as like baby Yoda memes, but there was definitely memes about, so the robot, <laughs> just to quickly recap, the robot is an a sort of an alien species of robot. They'd like meet him on Jake, a dick. I feel like you're telling us that you were horny for the robot. Ryan, I was single last year and all I'm going to say is those pants are tight, bro. So what I'm saying is that, so he's got like, (laughs) he's got like four arms and legs when he's in his natural form. But when he meets Will Robinson, he sort of like scans him and he's like, Oh, I'll take on like a more human shape or whatever. And everybody was like, that robot's got a fat ass. And apparently he did. (laughs) Is that what people are into is fat ass? Apparently. I'll, I'll, just I'll see if I can. Asses. I'll see if I can find some old tweets, and by old tweets, I mean my old tweets from. Do you mean from your old spring like, of last year? Stuff. Like I took a picture <laughs> of that robot's ass. And that thing was fat. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It was a whole thing. People may have forgot about it now, but I just sure didn't. It was <laughs> sure, Jake. Sure, <laughs> because it was a CGI robot. But when maybe he was, you have to keep explaining to me, when man. He was, I, when he was, when he was human, whatever he was a guy into, in a bro. suit. You know, you're yeah. into feet, yeah. and you're into robots with fat ass. Not into feet, but I'm into. That one, one time we looked at that feet website, you were all about that. I do. <laughs> you brought it up to me. That was one of the biggest movies we reviewed on this podcast. And we did spend the first 20 minutes talking about foot fetish celebrity ranking.com or whatever it was. Do you expect any less from us? Jake has a foot fetish. You've, I don't. I do not. But I don't also, have a foot fetish. I, I've, I don't. But just to be clear, we're never, we don't kink shame here. We don't. Whatever do your thing. Whatever you're sure. into. But that's just not my thing. But so Ryan has what a I'm foot fetish and I don't. Jake's so thing. what I'm saying. <laughs> God damn talk it. talk about for 20 minutes. So <laughs> I'm sorry if you weren't into that. Jake was. Not true. Go back and check the tape. Yeah. Go back and check the tape where he's like. My name's Ryan jizzing. and I have a foot fetish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds nothing like. Ryan, me. I can't believe that you said that on that episode that I just pulled up. Yep. You know what? Eat a dick. <laughs> um, Venom 2 added a new character. Uh, or added character actor Stephen Graham which our English I don't know if our people over in England know this movie called This is England but that was pretty cool it was about this like 80s kid it was 1980s it was this kid it was based on the director he he is the kid in the movie like him growing up and his mom and his dad's divorced or whatever but um, he hangs out with all these skinheads and stuff and Stephen Graham is in that he was also in like Pirates of the Caribbean and some other stuff I've seen him in. Oh, he was, um, was he, he fucking, played, what's his name? Bootstrap Bill? No. All right. So I don't know. Never mind then. Yep. <laughs> uh, we'll Good keep job. keeping it in the, 
along the lines of Venom, they're considering making the sequel R-rated. Yeah. Because they looked at Joker and they're like, hmm, what if well, we did that but worse? How, they inc- with how, a less, how will you include Tom Holland? With a less compelling character. <laughs> uh, they, they're really just trying anything with this, aren't they? It seems like everything that's working, they're like, we'll take that, we'll take this, we'll take that. <laughs> it's really original, isn't it? <laughs> it's just... They because they looked at Deadpool and they're like, I don't know if we can do that. And then they looked at Joker and they're like, we can do let's that. try that. <laughs> I can't imagine. Joker is kind of unique in that it's not a realistic world, but the character and the circumstances are a little bit more realistic than people and, identify with him. And, and he's also iconic an alien symbiote. From a from a meteor and yeah. then Tom Hardy. Like I don't understand how they think that they can produce a similar sort of I can identify stor- with that. <laughs> he eats like tater tots out of a trash can and then he sits in a lobster. Man, <laughs> you know, I bet you I got twenty friends of eating tater tots out of trash can. Twenty. At least. Twenty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can think of at least three. You know what? This will be our challenge for the weekend. If you've ever eaten tater tots out of a trash can. Message us. Yeah. Send well, us a message on Facebook. I'll go find these people immediately and I'll DM, ask them. Slide into our DMs on Instagram if you've Let ever eaten know, anything out of the garden. You know what? It doesn't even have to be tater tots. Just put it on the... If you've ate a lobster out of a tank, if you've ever ate anything out of the garbage, <laughs> slide into our DMs. If you've Fuck ever it. pulled a Richard Gear and If you've ever hamstered... No, what is it called? Gerbling. Gerbling. Which is where you put a gerbil in your butthole. Right. Um, new Ghostbusters um, movie trailer. What'd you think? Boring. It yeah, looked it like Stranger it. looked like Stranger Things and it. You don't see a single Bill Murray a nigh Bill Murray in sight, Ryan. You didn't see Not any into of the it. originals. <laughs> it, but you saw like a, a lot of Paul Rudd, like a, a, a lot of Finn Wolfhard. I it doesn't give me high hope for high hopes for this. It makes me think that the the original cast that they get back are gonna be in this in like the last 10 minutes of the movie or something like that. Kind of like or they're goosebumps too. Or they're Jack only going to be Black. like in flashback scenes or something like that. I No. Because it they'd have to really CG, CGI them because they are older and plumper. Um, <laughs> Which, as we've seen, some of the stuff I've seen from the Irishman apparently doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to watch this like three and a half hours here. It's really good. I don't know if I will be. <laughs> um, let's get to what really matters. The Mandalorian is the most in-demand show in the whole wide world. That's www. Not surprising. Wow. Uh, people love Baby Yoda, and my God, I would take a bullet for Baby Yoda. I would. Yeah, I would probably nurture that little fella. Did you see the meme that said, I'm so glad that the that Baby Yoda is a Disney Plus property instead of HBO because HBO, they would have put that adorable fucker through a wood chipper by this point. <laughs> they might have. I, I would be really upset with. Thank you, Disney. And they used a real but puppet yeah. too. So, yeah, and you you can see it. I mean, carrying on in that original Yoda vein of puppets. I wonder if and, this will bring puppets back too, right? Uh I think we've seen it, and uh, we've seen we well, we saw some puppeteering work in our feature topic of the week, which we'll discuss whether that was good or not good. Well, we didn't see it in what's that scary stories to tell in the dark. That could have been a place where they use puppets. Yeah, it was mostly CGI. It looked it good. For, looked good for the most part. There was a couple couple scenes where it was a, a bit hilarious, but also unnerving. Um, then crawled out from under the bed and grabbed that dude. 
That was pretty scary. I'll <laughs> grab you, dude. <laughs> Under the bed, over the bed, in the bed, all day. Um, free man with Ryan Reynolds. Um, free guy. <laughs> or it's free guy. Fuck it. Um, Ryan Reynolds plays the same character in everything. So if you like Ryan Reynolds, then, you know, do it. He's like a NPC and like a like a Grand Theft Auto sort of video game world where he's um like one of the he's like a bank teller and people come in and rob the bank like every hour because it's a video game or whatever and he steals a vr headset and he's like hey guess what i'm part of the game now and he's probably gonna be a hero do you remember do you remember pixels does anyone remember the movie pixels with adam sandler Sandler, and it was not a good movie i thought that was one of his better movies (laughs) not very good i don't have high hopes for this if it's a netflix it's a netflix original isn't it um, we might wind up watching if it's a slow week, but <laughs> yeah, sure. We could do that. Um, is it going to be good? Probably not. Maybe if you get high and watch it, maybe this is one of those ones where you got to be inebriated or just like instead of scary stories uh, to tell in the dark, it's the movies to watch when you're high and don't feel like cha- <laughs> picking up the remote. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I've lived that life. So I don't know. How about when you're drunk and can't find the remote between the couch cushions? And I'm probably going to sleep. You live, you live that life like, before. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep. Um, so Big Bird died. How about that? Huh? R.I.P. Big Bird. Pouring one out for the homie. Yeah. And Oscar the Grouch. One so the, the biggest yellow homies of all. I feel bad about that because I definitely watched a lot of Sesame Street when I was a kid. That and Barney. Well, Ryan Wonder Woman, but it's 1984. Man, it sure is the 80s. What did you think of this trailer? Gave me the wedding singer, Phil. Um, <laughs> she was swinging off lightning bolts. I thought that was a little crazy, but I was like, best part of this. The th- great thing I think about mo- time period pieces, it's like everybody is like always listening to Jump by Van Halen every eight seconds or Hot for Teachers. Yeah. It's 84, so it's early 80s. So who knows? Um, they literally had an album called Van Halen 1984. <laughs> No, that is true. But when did it come out and when is this movie taking place? 1984. But it was it early 84 or late 84. Oh, that's right. American Horror Story was in 1984 too. And man, they sure had a lot of 80s stuff going on in there too, didn't they? Yes. You haven't seen it, but I, I did. I did not enjoy it. But um, I enjoy the fact that this is a time period piece because that's kind of just different. like the first Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of different except for what which uh, the Watchmen was kind of a time period piece but it was like a um what if time period piece alternate timeline yeah. mm-hmm. where nixon is still around and his nose has only gotten larger <laughs> was there any other time period pieces cat the first captain america that is true in world war ii the first wonder one was in world yeah, war well, one yeah but so i mean i feel like you know half as good some would say yeah, That's I really like Wonder Woman <laughs> one. This one, it, I will give it a chance. I there seems to be a lot going on. It's I hate whenever movies go like the extra distance. Sometimes they just try to outdo the last movie. When the last movie was good, you know. I didn't care for this trailer very much, honestly. There was a lot going on. There was. It looked like they were really leaning into the whole '80s thing way too hard. But her swinging off of lightning bolts was pretty fucking cool. I'm it was. I, I immediately said, like, is she swinging off lightning bolts? As long as she doesn't lasso a helicopter and pull it out of the sky like The Rock did and Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it to happen. The Conjuring 3 has a title and official 
plots and uh synopsis is it called the conjuring three yes uh very good it's not called the conjuring three god damn it just the title (laughs) not very good reporting on our part well we aren't accurate we're almost accurate jesus christ man (laughs) um i like the first conjuring haven't seen the second the second one was really good um weren't they in in england they were in england in the second one and there's like some audio out there that really happened um that you can hear on youtube like this demon takes over this girl and supposedly the audio is real and stuff i don't know um it's called south end werewolf which i like i think my favorite scary movie character is the werewolf and you know i i really liked him as a kid uh what was it the uh underworld movies were really the first one oh really yeah good. and i really liked the lichen throats the mila jovich no uh kate beckinsale <sighs> Melia jovovich was uh resident evil resident evil that's right Crash wasn't Rindicu. there lichens in that though you know what? i don't recall it was just zombies and vampires right but in resident evil it's been a long time okay hellboy though man she was sure in that wasn't she yeah <laughs> you know she's aged really well <laughs> She has indeed. Speaking of things that have also aged your little Crash Bandicoot. There we go. Might be coming back. Might be. I can tell you that that PlayStation Direct app, or not PlayStation Direct, they call it State of Play, but it's their version of a Nintendo Direct. It's not. (laughs) They didn't. It happened today and they didn't reveal it. (laughs) Well, there we go. Um, There's still hope, though. Uh, News update. A new it makes all the sense in the world since they just redid Crash Team Racing last year to do this. Like seriously, it it makes well, so much sense ride, to man. do this. I I'm excited if they did like a good one, it's like a good platform where it's 3D open world. I would get that the first day. Um, I'm hoping that may, I'm Spyro may follow that same thing. Crash Bandicoot was like the spearhead on this kind of revival for these platformers. And then there was other things that kind of come out since then. Um, some interest. I'm thinking maybe PlayStation four is going to be no platformers, but PlayStation five is going to be invest in platformers. It would make so much sense for them just to put something like this out as a launch title. And it doesn't even have to be for PlayStation five. Yeah. For PlayStation five. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we're, we're in that period now where it's, it's clearly like it's next year. It's going to be all about the PS five and whatever the, whatever number Xbox is coming out. Xbox seven. 40. Maybe they'll call it Xbox two. They'll call the fourth one, the Xbox two for some reason. Or maybe they'll just call it the gates. <laughs> who, who even knows? Um, uh, Redbox no longer doing rent video games after this year. Have you ever rented a video game from Redbox? I have not. Ryan, I abs- we've talked before and I absolutely refuse to visit a Redbox. period, but I think it makes sense for them to do this because you never know what kind of condition you're going to get the game in. Or that someone's put like a piece of cardboard in the thing and put it back in there. And somehow it's accepted that as a return and people have kept the it's game. Like a little barcode in the center. Um, it it does. It, I When I read this, I had the same reaction. I was like, well, who the fuck is doing that? Apparently more people than I thought. Well, if you want but, to try a game or if you're like an old fuddy-duddy, we, maybe you would. We're in an interesting period in that games now are so... They're so big. They're the production is so big and there's so much like money behind them. Some of them. But at the same time, like you look at N64 games that cost $50 in 1996 and a new game, most new games now are $60, you know, 20 plus years later. 
it doesn't, the length of time and the stuff that it, it puts into these, it doesn't make sense for them to, you can't really like rent a game and play it for two days on the weekend and take it back and expect to get any sort of the close experience as you could when you're renting a PS1 game or N64 game or something. Unless you're going hard in the pain. Unless you're doing nothing else that weekend. Like meth, cocaine, and playing video games. Like some, something like Fallen Order you might have could crunched out in a weekend, but... I would not want to. I I wouldn't want to try to do that. That would have been frustrating, and that's not an enjoyable experience. But yeah, I I understand why they don't want to do this anymore. They just want to focus on renting movies, and I'm sure that's a more profitable profitable venture for them, anyways. But um, Axum Verge Two comes to Nintendo Switch. I don't even know what the fuck this is. You posted this um, really excitedly. I love the first Axiom Verge. It is coming to the Switch in 2020. And the first one was a really fun uh, game that was heavily based on the first Metroid. And it had like a ridiculous sci-fi story that was over the top, but it it was in a way told in a way that wasn't super intrusive. You didn't have a whole lot of lengthy cutscenes and dialogue stuff to skip through. And you get a lot of really fun traversal tools and stuff. And it was probably one of the, my favorite games I played on the switch until hollow Knight came out. Oh, so man, dude, you got a hard on for that. I do. It's it's a much better game, but Axiom Verge was really fun and it's a lot shorter and it's not nearly as hard, but it's a fun game. And I'm glad that they're um, putting out a sequel because it was only one guy that worked on the first one. Really? Only one. It took him five years to make. I think he's probably going to have a, a he's made some money now. I'm sure he's hired a few more people oh, to yeah, help I him would say so. He's probably do the good. sequel. But yeah, no, it took the it was it took the first guy like five or six years to make it. And he did it all on his own as a side project and released it. It came out on PC and PS4 and then came out on the switch a couple of years later. And the switch is just a great, pa- a great platform for some of these small indie titles. So. I really want to switch. I, I've converted to that lifestyle. Now I have decided and I've <laughs> looked and I have hunted and probably gonna- I'm waiting. You could probably get a used one for for not not too much money. Or they're like two ninety nine hardcore, or even a Switch Lite, which is only two hundred. I don't want the Lite. I want the new version with all the battery life and stuff, so I could just be like, not on my cell phone. I could just play like video games wherever or, I go. Or you could also, well, the problem with the Lite is that you can't put it on a TV. So it it is a Switch that actually doesn't switch at all. It only does one thing. It just stays. It doesn't one, switch. It stays. The Nintendo stays. <laughs> That's what they should have called it. Um, Jake, two more pieces of news. I know you said wait on it, but I don't want to wait on it. We can <laughs> knock these out quick. There's a Predator game that's coming pow, pow. out. Kind of looks like um, the Wolverine game for PlayStation 3 or 4 whenever it came out. The one that came out in the movie is really gory and stuff. Looks kind of cool. Maybe be a maybe a one trick pony. Don't know. Should be better than the movie they put out last year. Should be most better than most of the oh, Predator movies. The movie they had that pedophile in it. Do you remember oh, well, that? They took him out of that. I thought that somebody, some actress complained about it and they took him out. Imagine complaining that there's a pedophile in your movie. A pedophile. Yeah. That I'm going to say pedophile. no good. But that pedophile, probably not the worst thing about that terrible movie. But it didn't help. That, well, that tells you a lot about that movie. Yeah. That um, was bad. Now, this game might be good. I don't know. It's I can't tell what kind of game it is just from cutscenes. So. We'll have to see, won't we? <laughs> um, I will also say the other piece of news that you have Final Fantasy VII, and I know that you're exploring that, but I do want to say that 
the one on the switch that you got, you can bypass the like the random encounters, the random encounters. So I I love um, that was listening to another podcast, filthy casuals. Um, and they did an introspective on the final fantasy series and final fantasy seven, um, was one of the stand, one of the standout ones um, that they talked about, and so I looked it up on. I knew that there was a newer that they had ported some of them over. There was a couple that were. There's a Final Fantasy VII remake that, where they're it's totally remaking out. it, and it's supposed to come out next year. Um, but the Final Fantasy VII was 15 bucks on the Switch, so I was like, you know what, I'll give it a shot. I was kind of after I finished Fallen Order last week. I've played been playing a little bit of Death Stranding again. But I kind of wanted, I was debating on, do I want to go in on the new Pokemon or do I want something? But which one did you choose? I was debating on like, I want something kind of the RPG style, kind of turn-based where I can just kind of relax a little bit more. Like I don't really have to think too hard about what I'm doing. My brain hurts. (laughs) And you know what? So I was like, you know what? I'll do, I'll do Final Fantasy seven. Apparently one of the best RPGs of, of, it's time and maybe, maybe all time. Um, I love it, dude. I have totally like, it definitely looks like a PS one game from 1997, but it is It's like four gigabytes now. So I can only imagine like how much space that would have taken up on CD ROMs in 1997. Well, I wonder how big the remake is going to be. It's going to be like Red Dead Redemption. Like a hundred. I think the original had 120 minutes of cutscenes, like fully animated cutscenes. 120 minutes, which is two two hours. hours. Yes. (laughs) Um, And most of that is like Cloud riding a, a fucking motorcycle around and like him climbing like ladders and stuff and all of it's silent. Like there's well, you just were talking about like some of the undertones in it. Like you gotta go to a brothel to save some of the humor in it hasn't aged as, as well. The there's cross dress. There's stuff. a cross dressing scene. They use the, the R word multiple times. Retard. They say, yes, they say that quite frequently in the first few hours. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm sure this has, <laughs> I hope they edit that in the, <laughs> the, I looked at the Wikipedia article for this particular game and said that the remake had certain considerations they had to take for cultural sensitivities that have changed in the 22 years since the original game came out, which I wonder how they're going to do that. They say, Hey, you dumbass. What? <laughs> Red Foreman is all of a sudden in the game. Yeah. Red Foreman is a playable character. Um, but it looked, I, whenever you said that you didn't have to do all those cutscenes because it was all, or those uh, encounters, I was like, thank God. Cause yeah. you travel through there and then be like, run. So yeah, run. It's, it's the typical RPG where you have like an overworld and then you go to like visit different towns, which are a little bit more closed in areas. A lot of dialogue is extremely dialogue heavy. The story yeah. is fucking nonsense, but in nonsense in almost the same sort of way that Death Stranding is, and that it's just one guy going fucking hog wild, like, hey, there's this and this and this, and here's a bunch of made up sci fi terms and stuff. Like, just <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And I've, I've really quite enjoyed it. And part of that enjoyment is from it's you can tell that it's been very loosely translated from Japanese to English and some of the translation doesn't quite carry over and just the way that the characters like the way that they voice different stuff is just nobody talks like this like nobody would ever have a conversation like this in real life but it's just ridiculous and it's it's really enjoyable the fucking names are 
so dumb. <laughs> Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon is Barrett because he's Barrett. Cannon for an arm. Yeah, you can name your own characters, but I, I kept yeah. them all as the default. But after we watched that Nick Cannon diss video on Eminem, I was like, oh, should have named him Nick Which Cannon. Why did I not also do that? Say, that was terrible. <laughs> that was so bad. Nick we watched, Cannon is not hard, and I just I have trouble. We, didn't even watch two minutes of it. I We're can't like, even this take is it, man. So stupid. <laughs> I was like, Nick Cannon said the f word. He's saying the n word, and I just remember him from all that, and I just can't fall for that. And some apparently he also he dressed in drag and on all that. And I'm like, there's yeah. another. It, why was that funny in like the late nineties? Why did everyone? I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of like a little uh, like blackface, you know? Yeah. Why did people do that? Why did people think that was funny in 19? Well, 2009 or whatever, <laughs> like the fucking prime minister of Canada was like, and did blackface in like 2002 and was like, it was a costume party. And I was Aladdin. Aladdin wasn't black. He was Arabic. Why did you, you went way too? He went like twelve shades darker than Aladdin was in the animated film. Was like, well, you know, I'm just committed to costume parties. Yeah, well, maybe, yes, as most people black, are. That's the defense. Stop doing blackface. It's um, not. It's not funny. Stop doing it. Nick Cannon's disc was not good, and I think Eminem it was, it was is just, terrible. I think Eminem's getting these people to do this so he can build them up because that's what happened. Machine Gun Kelly and him, and then like. Now Both they're cool again. Yeah. <laughs> because of it. Nick now they're, like, real. no, I need now they're relevant. But yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Final Fantasy VII, good game. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I don't think that's much of a limb <laughs> that you're, you're leaning on there. But yeah, uh, it's on basically every platform, I think. Uh, it's on the Switch, PS4, Xbox, and it's I, only... If it's on PS4, I'm definitely... Yeah. And you said it was only 15 bucks for yeah, Switch. For, for 14 or 15. Switch is great because I'll take it to work and I can play on like my lunch break a little bit. And I hate you. Bring I'm going to work where you work. Yeah. No, I'm it's going to kick the door <laughs> in and be like, it's I'm good. here, where's my red stapler, bitches? It's good. I can imagine if you had like a long flight, like this would be a great game to be able to take with you too. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think I'd quite enjoy that. But yeah, no, Switch is a great platform for it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, good it's game. It's simple and fun. It is fun. And at 14 or $15, and considering the amount of time you can get out of it, if you turn off the random encounters, you're looking at a massively long game. <laughs> well, you, I, I know where the first disc end, ended, and you said that it took you about seven and a half hours to finish. Like, yeah, what I would just be the got, first disc yeah, I game? just got past where you fight like the big, you fight, Boss I think you fight ship. Geneva or you fight a, a version of Geneva on the, the boat where you go into the second continent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, it, the ability to turn off the random encounters and stuff, I mean, you can really crunch this story faster but you need you still need those to build up you XP. know your characters xp and collect money and all sorts of other items so you still say you're like a random encounter yeah. lover boy. Mm, yes. catch the chuck the chocobos where you have to ride one through the the, the swamp or whatever that was I remember all the <laughs> stuff that you're telling me like it sounds familiar you just don't remember it in the order that it happens i can't well i can't place it like i'm like oh yeah that happened. I feel like that did happens. happen. Yeah. And I just, it's been so long since I played that game. Honestly, dude, for like 14, 15 bucks, I think it's worth it. Especially I think that when would be you a can. Nice trip down memory lane. <laughs> it's, it's good. I, I really like it. And I, I think I'll definitely be sinking a little more time into it. Um, but speaking of sinking time into stuff, Ryan, we're going to talk about the current longest to date star wars film two and a half hours preparing you for episode nine which is coming out in something like two weeks from when this episode goes out yep 
we're talking about the prequel to Knives Out, Star Wars The Last Jedi, <laughs> another Ryan Johnson joint. <laughs> yes. After Looper, but before Knives Out. Oh. Ryan, having like not one failure there. <laughs> <laughs> having not seen any of the previous having not been previously acquainted with the sequel trilogy. Up until what, recently. Up until about a week ago. Or two weeks ago. What did, what did you think of this? Well, I'm going to first come off and say that the first time I tried to watch this, we were thinking about doing it. I went immediately to the second <laughs> to part Netflix. of this trilogy. And, and <laughs> I was just like, what the hell's going on here? I had no idea what was going on. All these plot points. Um, but I watched the first one and then the plot points in the second one were not confusing. Um, still, uh, Princess Leia sounds like some kind of truck driver. But she uses like the force to save her. So that's like one crazy thing that happens. There's a couple crazy things that happen here. I really hated that part. Did she's you? She's like weird space Mary Poppins flying yeah, and through. She's like, and then she's like, oh, I need to be resuscitated or something. Like they put her in like some kind of thing um, to fix her up, like hospital bed. Um, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad here. So I think I'm just going to be a top three and then we'll discuss. Fair enough. Um, there is this James Brown looking motherfucker. And the only thing I say he looks James Brown is because he has like this, the gold robes, the gold robe. He's in a red room. He's got a bunch of ninjas around him. Like everybody knows James Brown had. But you may not know about Supreme Leader Snoke of the First Order, which is who he's referring to in case yeah. you didn't get the reference. Yeah, I like that room. It was kind of like 70s looking. Um, I also enjoyed the fact it looks really that, big on screen too. Yeah, like until they burn that motherfucker down. Until they take the curtains down. <laughs> um, I really like some of the humor in this because there's a lot of like dry humor, kind of. Is it literally uh, your mom joke in the first five minutes of this? Yeah, something I wasn't expecting. Um, something we haven't seen in the Star Wars u- universe before. I enjoy the action in this. There's a couple of action-esque parts that I'm really excited about when Ray and Kylo Ren are fighting against people or like whenever they're like blowing up the dragon, uh, was it Dreadnought or just any flying and stuff. Yeah. Um, the salt at the end of the, um, whenever they make it to the right. planet. Yeah. They got the I thought that was cool where it was red and it kind of gave it like a blood effect. Um, the last thing that I will point out that I really liked was the um actually i think that was it okay perfect uh some things i didn't like um finn kind of went off and did his thing and i can't tell if they're trying to set him up with with ray or rose it's very confusing right i feel like rose is more of a fit for him because she kissed him and she's like saved his life but Ray, I think, is the more attractive lady and that he pines for a little bit more. She also shocked his ass because she thought he was deserting. Yeah. And that's kind of like a thing where, <laughs> you know, like your <laughs> wife that's will kind keep you in line. But that's of kind of his thing because he tried to run away from multiple things in the last movie and this one. And someone finally put him in his place. They're like, hey, zap <laughs> he literally got tased because he tried to escape the ship i mean he was well, she saw a packed bag and she just lost her sister yeah which is really insensitive where he was like yeah i'm just i'm checking this escape pod and she's like you were checking it with a packed bag from the inside yeah and then she pulled out that baton was like you know what i had to like stun three people earlier for trying to get off the ship <laughs> and she's just over there crying. <laughs> and i just lost my sister 
Well, tough shit. Fuck you, Finn. <laughs> you know, what I didn't like is that every time that Poe sees Finn, he always seems so surprised that he survived. It's happening in both the movies. I'm waiting for it to happen in the third one. This happens in the very beginning uh, where he lands and he's like, how many bombers did we just lose? It doesn't matter. We blew up that one ship. Yeah, dreadnought down. <laughs> the, the big problem with that is it seems like the First Order has a lot more ships and the Resistance doesn't. Yeah, you're pretty there's, SOL'd. There's about 12 people left. That, just about the entire Resistance fits on the Millennium Falcon by the end of this movie. It's not. It's like twenty people by the end of this movie. It's not a lot. It's not a lot, <laughs> and it sets up for the third one. And then, like Kylo Ren and uh, Ray, they kind of their minds are bridged, and they're seeing each other more. They're both Jedi's. Luke Skywalker goes to destroy a tree, and like Yoda appears, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, okay, I'll destroy this." And it was supposed to be this huge scene for Luke Skywalker. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then Yoda's like, yeah, okay, boom, lightning, boom, just fire. flicks his finger. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't like, even done. doesn't even matter. There's the big problem. I I enjoyed both of these movies when I saw them in the theater. I loved The Force Awakens when it came out. I loved The Last Jedi when it came out. Now that a couple of years have passed, looking back on The Force Awakens in particular, it is way way too reliant on A New Hope, and the to almost as much as I would say it's a soft reboot of that to where so much of the same plot points are similar. We have the desert orphan who's on, who escapes the planet on the millennium Falcon. She has an older mender figure and then they He's go to murder. a big planet murdering space station who that blows up some planets. And then that older mentor figure is murdered by a man in black. And Which then he was murdered they- <laughs> like a bitch. Like they took him out like a bitch. He, Luke Skywalker didn't go out that way. No, he Han goes out Solo in a went out much way. better way. Um, Which Poe is the new Han Solo. <laughs> trying, leather jacket in this one, too. Leather jacket. But man, he really fucked some stuff up. He gets so many people killed in the beginning. And then he puts he lets Finn and Rose go on. He gets demoted. But he's still like, hey, Finn and Rose, why don't you? like, I like him. Finn, guy I like, Rose, I just met you. But you know what? You both sound, you both said a bunch of words I don't understand. And you think you can take this tracker out? Why don't you guys go, go to this casino, talk to Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau is going to ignore you. And then you're going to meet up was with. Was that Justin Thoreau? It was Justin Thoreau. He, he was, was in there for like two seconds. He was the guy they were supposed to meet. But then they got locked up because they illegally parked, basically. And then they met Benicio <laughs> they Del got, Toro. They got thrown in jail because they illegally parked on that beach. <laughs> Who I think is the better actor, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. It was cool to see Justin Thoreau in like just a random cameo in this. He says like he has like one line, I think. You think they'll bring him back? No. <laughs> that was it. One and done. Um, um, I don't know how. I know you didn't like that uh whole casino thing and i can understand i thought it's like it a was a plot waster but also brings benicio del toro in sets up for the next thing where i think i think he's a good actor but he's really underutilized in this and his yeah. weird lisp or or speech his, impediment that he has was a bit unnecessary he's great in sicario um and it was it was very the whole scene was very the whole plot line really was very heavy-handed in that hey these are bad people and they're selling weapons to both sides and they don't he doesn't let you forget about that. They say it like four times. I feel that, like that's going to have something to do with the next that one. That they're selling weapons and 
different fighter planes to the resistance and the first order. I thought there was going to be some kind of big reveal where they're like, yeah, this person bought it and they knew about both sides and they were supporting the cause. Nah, not really. They just show a TIE fighter and then they show an X-Wing. They're like, maybe war's a bad thing. <laughs> and Surprise. that's about, And that's about all we really, that's about as deep as it goes, really. I mean, it's really trying to make a point. But in a universe that is literally called Star Wars, it only something like that only goes so far, you know. <laughs> right, and that's, if that's it was what called built on, everything's it, been like fighting. It's and all like, conflict. There has to be some sort of. It's no, nothing's. It's not called stars. Star. Everything's fine, and we all get love. along. You know, it's everyone. There's conflict. Every single one of these, there's conflict, or something's going wrong, and something needs to be fixed. There's a problem. You got to go here, and Yo, you got to solve it. Check fix out the hook of my DJ. Reports. We got to solve it with lightsabers or yeah. something. Let's go stab you know? somebody and figure it out. Let's blow them up. Um, I am interested to see. Well, let's talk about this scene. So we talked about earlier. It's wherever Ray goes in to this pit. And like she's up at this mirror and she sees her parents, supposedly, but she doesn't really see them. Uh, they're like silhouettes, basically, yeah, and they're, they're walking away from her. And we're almost like, I I looked it up, and I was like, well, what's going on with this? Who's who's the parents? Which will probably be revealed in the third movie. Uh, Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber. Sort of, you sort of get a reveal in this. Do you think you know who it is? Well, Kylo Ren has the he has the actual on-screen reveal where he's like, "I know who your parents are. I saw it." Yeah, he said there were nobody. So. Yeah, he's like, "They're no, they sold you for drinking money." They're, you know, they're. But was he <laughs> doing that try to convince her to come over to his side? Well, that's the thing about his character. Would he lie? He absolutely would lie. He's <laughs> he's not a trustworthy person. <laughs> no, he keeps turning. You keep like, oh, okay, we'll give this guy a chance. He's oh, had so, screwed us. Let's he's had another so chance. many chances across two movies to like make what you consider to be the right choice. And he fucking doesn't. <laughs> What's going to happen in the third one, I bet, is he's going to obviously die. But he's going to be fighting so. for the good side when he dies. Maybe. This Definitely. Is probably too late. It's definitely because aren't they bringing back the emperor? Yes. So he's going to help him fight that. I bet probably it's not, it's going to be whole, one of those whole, Hey, I've been a bad dude the whole, for most of my life, but Redeeming I'm going to help you kill this one guy. Uh, I'm dying. I'm going to go to heaven now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That's bullshit. It's basically what Darth Vader did where he's like, mm-hmm. uh, that's what it's going to be. Man. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. They showed the trailer for the new one and they're like on like the ocean or something. They're fight And the, the thing they're on the planet, I don't know if it's indoor, um, but they're, what they're supposed to do is they're fighting on the remains of the second death star. So literally where return of the Jedi happened, they're fighting on top of that. And it all comes full circle. Jake. <laughs> Um, um, this, uh, the scene wherever she goes and sees her yeah, parents no. or whatever, that was a little weird. Uh, you said it was equivalent to like, it was supposed to be the equivalent in Empire Strikes Back where Luke goes and the, the dark force tree on Dagobah and he fights the Darth Vader that turns out to be him or he has a vision basically. And that, which is what she had. It was way too long and drawn out. And I think it's supposed to add some level of mystery to who Ray's parents are, but I have never cared about who Ray's parents are. So Force Awakens, when when this came out in theaters, you know, when you have the when it's they're both on like Disney Plus and you have the ability to watch them back to back, 
you miss out on some of the some of the things that when you watch if you watch these chronologically when they came out there was two years where people were asking all these questions you have time to think about it who are Ray's parents who is Snoke who how yeah, did they, no one really ever explained who how Snoke did, is how did yeah he's just a big tall guy who got scarred up who <laughs> is seven feet tall and he wears a gold robe and, and he has ninjas he doesn't really do much he disses Kylo Ren and then what happens to him. He gets Dumb. carved the fuck up. He gets man. 187. That was Andy. Yeah. Andy circus <laughs> was Snoke, by the way. Oh, that makes sense. Pretty good though. He's, he's the motion capture guy. He's of the guy course. you go to when you did to motion capture anything in Hollywood. But yeah, um, I, what are we talking about? <laughs> You're talking about, uh, James Brown in his room full of ninjas, his room full of ninjas. Um, what did you think of the scene where, it's almost like they were combining sort of movies where it's like return of the Jedi, where it's like, Hey, the apprentice brings the, the person to the, the master. He's like, Hey, guess what? You want to come to the dark side? No, guess what? All right. Time, time for you to die. Then <laughs> did you ever think that he was going to kill her? Because kill I, whom? did her? you think that Kylo was ever going to kill Ray? No, I will also say that Luke Skywalker's scene is equivalent to like Ben Kenobi dying. You know, oh, he just he folds died. into clothes. His yeah. robes collapse. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Luke Skywalker because clothes collapsed there too. It did. And he was from afar, which I wonder if Ben Kenobi was from afar. Uh, No, no, he wasn't. Supposedly the force powers that Luke Skywalker um, displays in this are something that's been seen in the extended universe. So some of the novels and stuff Mm -hmm. that are no longer considered part of the official canon, but force projection is a power that we've heard of before, but apparently even someone really, really powerful, it takes a lot of effort to do it, which is why he literally, just died. died after he did it. <laughs> he died to buy the resistance time for them to get away. Um, but he didn't really die because no one ever really dies. In Star no Wars, one's right? ever really gone. Yoda was in this movie. Like they like, say, oh, I missed you. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Bitch? Yeah. Which is why the fact that we knew for like a year, Mark Hamill is going to be in this. We're like, oh, he's going to be a force ghost. Like, that's just, that's what happens. Like they did the same thing with Obi-Wan. Like he died in the first movie. Guess what? He showed up in two more movies because he's a ghost now. So well, showed, so did uh, Darth Vader. And I wonder if Adam young, Driver's character, young will Darth be, Vader will be, well, yeah, like, old and then young. I died and now I'm 25 years old again. Bitches. And I have two arms and two legs again. Living my best life. <laughs> Why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> um, maybe because they explained it because I think at the end of it, isn't Darth Vader, he's like, the old white guy, but he has all of his appendages. He was. So when it first came out, he was the same actor that played him when he takes his mask off. Sebastian right. Stan, who was like an 80 year old man. He was not the guy who played him. Now. He was not the guy who played him in um, the suit. All of the scenes yet. David Prowse. Um, apparently when they filmed that, it was a, he was pissed. Was like he? the one time they take off Darth Vader's mask and they got a different guy to do it, <laughs> to do the scene. <laughs> It makes sense. I, I would be pissed. <laughs> but I feel like Darth Vader is more compelling as um, the guy in the mask and everything as opposed to the old white guy. Because that was a letdown. Let's be honest. That was a letdown. <laughs> yes. And it's like, I always wondered that scene where it's like, hey, there's Yoda. Hey, there's Obi-Wan. Who the fuck is that guy? 
this old white guy. He doesn't look anything like Darth Vader. With all his appendages. Or even, it's even more confusing when it's like, is that my dad, but like 40 years ago? Like, who is that guy? Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't that really translate guy? well. Like, I guess whenever the movie first came out, it might have translated we a know, little bit better. We know who that still. is, but Luke Skywalker's like, who the fuck is this third guy that's standing there? Yeah, maybe he saw pictures. <laughs> or maybe he's... I don't know. That no, he wouldn't because he'd be, he's almost like appearing like, hey, this is what I look like if I had aged normally. Check out my rat tail. You like I'm a dad. You. I'm you a dad now. He's got like a dad bod. He's wearing like socks and sandals. It says world's best dad. <laughs> yeah. He's got a coffee mug that says world's best dad. <laughs> I, I'm i the greatest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's a little weird. <laughs> and there's always going to be inconsistencies with that, I guess, because that movie was like in the 70s and 80s. And then I, like. Now we're here. We are into like the 2020s almost. Yeah, I think that um, Kylo and Ray's scenes together were probably my highlight for this. I think. Yeah, Finn. He's kind of his character is kind of not a much. letdown. Yeah. There's not much, and Poe. He's exciting because his consists of like blowing up shit but ultimately there's nothing really exciting. He's got a one track mind, basically. Yeah, That's- I mean, blows <laughs> shit up. That's cool. Um, there's a lot of theories about Kylo and Ray being a romantic thing because, you know, obviously in this day and age, people write, I'm just going to say it erotica about any <laughs> characters that they think that's not going to happen from video games or cinema that they think should or could be together. So the, they're <laughs> Finn's love line was weird too. People like, are really trying to put them together as a couple. And I just don't, I don't see, see that how either. that would They're ever be related, happen. man. I really hope they Luke don't do Leia that. Luke and Leia all over again. Because I because Kylo is the he is already in the family. He's already Luke's nephew. He's Han and Leia's son. You don't need another person in the family to. It's okay to just have another force sensitive person out there. They don't. She doesn't need to be Luke's son or the Emperor's daughter. Oh, that would be cool. What if she's the Emperor's <laughs> daughter? What if she, I've seen stuff that's like, what if she's a clone of Palpatine or something? And that's what why if she is. The that's daughter? why she goes straight to the dark, like Luke said, or whatever. I like the oh, scene. I bet this is what's where he. Happen. I like the scene where he tickles her with the leaf. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was. Out. I thought that it? was funny. And she's like, "Yes, I can feel it." And then he's like, "I loved how grumpy and crotchety old man Luke Skywalker." Was. I like some of the humor in this. I think it was good to have that humor <laughs> in there. Kind of broke it up a little bit, especially the little weird frog people. Oh yeah, the um, the, well, the, uh, she blew but, a hole in the yeah. wall, and she chopped down like, the keepers on the island, and then there was the porgs, which are like the little penguin people that Chew- Chewie eats, tries to eat one of them. And then that one shows up looking really sad by the campfire. And, and then like, he Duh. takes it in the ship with him. Yep. <laughs> and it's like screaming and stuff. Um, yeah, that's I thought those were cute. I don't I don't think that they or BBA are nearly as cute as Baby Yoda. Baby no. Yoda is like but there's, quintessential. There's always been ever. cute animals and creatures and droids and stuff in Star Wars. And that's not well, you have stop to do it. that. I this, feel like you have to appeal to everybody like this. It's not going to stop children <laughs> because let's face facts. Music wise, let's face facts. These movies are kind of silly when you talk about them sometimes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, just like anything, uh, the introduction for people who are new to the series if they're younger, everyone has their own theme song when they enter a room and stuff. Do they? 
A lot of people do. Ray's got her own theme song. Kylo, she haven't even paid attention. Kylo to has his theme song. Darth Vader, especially, everyone recognizes oh, yeah. that one. Um, he's got his own march. Well, basically. whenever Luke and Leia were together, they played that song. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That was kind of old school. Um, yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. I'm kind of embarrassed about that. But I'd say overall, I like this one better than the last one. I do too. I think it's see how the third goes because I think it sets up more questions to be answered. Some people are upset about this movie. They think it's one of the worst Star Wars movies ever made or the worst one, probably mostly because. You know, I'm just there. They hate change. And you know what? I don't like change. It's a, all I'm going to say is this big galaxy. And if there's more representation in that galaxy that has millions and millions of different species. I good for like them. Getting at something. <laughs> good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why can't you have inner species? Even, even the first order who's supposed to be this like faux Nazi organization has like Asian people and African-American people working for them now. Well, even like, <laughs> so <laughs> like, uh, back in the day. Yeah. Like there's the first bo- star Wars, the very first ones, there was just dudes. They were clear, now they're chicks and clearly dudes. supposed to be just like a Nazi. The George Lucas has said, like when he made the first star Wars, the empire was Nazis in space, basically. That's what the direct inspiration of that was. I kind of feel bad even that calling they've them incorporated storm, even with, calling them stormtroopers was a direct reference to Nazi Germany. <laughs> I feel bad. I well, not bad. But I feel weird that they've incorporated like women into this. I can understand like you know anybody could be evil, but at the same time, it sets up like the strict policy that these people are just like that much more of scum like they don't let women join it's just like very masculine driven like hey we we are evil because we don't let anybody join it's just i don't know that makes it more evil to me or more um sinister i guess egregious maybe mm-hmm. there's a lot in the first movie where a little bit in this where especially the black guy let's especially when they were like I'm pretty sure that they because they're always referring to white guys they're all well yeah a lot i mean well you don't know because they have masks on but apparently some and of them are some white. of them are not um but they there's a lot of undertones of like just subtly not well maybe even not so subtly sexist stuff where like oh my god a girl did this and stuff and even at the beginning of this where snoke's like you lost to a girl who never touched a lightsaber before you fucking poser take the helmet off or what you know literally that didn't say fucking poser <laughs> he, that's basically what he told him though he's like take that hey, yo, bitch. take that helmet take off, shit off. <laughs> oh man that when i watched that in the theater i was like that was a pretty sick burn though because it seemed like he was sort of nice to him in the first one mm-hmm. but after he really kind of fucked it up towards the end and he well, i think they Snoke got the, what he wanted and he was just like well fuck you kid they had that first meeting and he's like, hey, you're kind of a failure. You're never going to be Darth Vader. You're a kid in a mask. And Kylo has like a mental, he has a mental fucking breakdown after he. Mask. <laughs> um, oh, man. I that- will say that's my favorite scene whenever they were fighting together. It, it was cool to see them team up like that, even if only briefly. And we realized it's like, hey, he did this because he wants to be the supreme leader. <laughs> But what could have been? Yeah. You get to see what could have been. The briefest moment where he's like, he really does seem to care about her. He's I wouldn't, invited her I, w- times. I wouldn't say in a romantic sort of way, but in a sort of like, you are useful to me sort of way. <laughs> well, he would probably try to be romantic with her if she joined him. 
Probably. You- what if, what if, what, I'm just throwing this out here. What if this trilogy ends with Ray and Kylo Ren going off somewhere? <laughs> and together, the war's still going on. <laughs> and like the war continues. <laughs> Man, that's some resolution, wouldn't it? It'd be like, well, guess you'll find out what happens in three more movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you I think that would be something crazy. I've wondered about that. Like, what if this particular saga comes to the end and like the first order wins like they definitely have the upper hand at this point there's like 12 people left in the resistance that would and make it's, more interesting it's, it's not really set it's not explained super well because a lot of the prequels focused way too much on the politics there's a lot of long senate scenes and talking about this vote and that vote it's too much they spent too little time explaining the governmental structure I and mean, just really quick after the Empire fell, there was a new resistance. What was left of the Empire kind of retreated to some dark spaces, and they became what's now like the First Order. And they were building up over the period of about 30 years trying to, to trying comeback. to get back, trying to make a comeback. The New Republic didn't have a military, which is why when they built that super weapon, they fired off and destroyed all those planets, so there's no re- New Republic left. Leia, for years, was like, hey... There's some bad people out there. They're 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 training storm. They're training stormtroopers. They're building weapons. They're bad news. You need to you need to take care of them. The Republic's like, nah, don't don't worry about it. Like you you were in the war, but like that was so long ago. Like that's definitely not going to happen again. It happened again. So she Oops. so she fucked off and like used a lot of her own money to refund the resistance, which is why they're so like not organized and why there's so few people, why they're not, why they're poor. Exactly. Why they're poor, why they're poor and why the first order has such an upper hand now because nobody took them seriously for a long time. They wiped out the government and now there's like literally 20 people left. We're presuming in the galaxy that are standing against them. (laughs) So, so what you're saying is there's a chance the odds aren't looking good for them at the end of this movie. Shit happens. Um, just, but yes, <laughs> I would say that I'm excited for the next one based on this movie. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're not less excited for it because the I first one left more to be desired. I thought it it was I had fun in the theater. I watched it multiple times, obviously, because I love Star Wars, but I'm nerd. It's got a lot of flaws and it this who does in my opinion, flaws, Jake is a better movie and it sets up more for this next one and it, it leaves me excited for for more i hope it ends on a, a high a good note at least not even a high note i just want a good conclusion to this i bet you don't get it i will we'll find out in 2049 when the episode star wars episode 19 comes out i guess so or whenever you can actually get a ticket to the third one that's coming out we'll this trilogy s- we'll see but Ryan, that'll about that'll about do us for this week, won't it? I know, man. It's like eleven o'clock, and I have work tomorrow. We both Look have work you tomorrow. Keeping me up late. We we both have to go to work tomorrow. I'm a young man. So, I'm an old man. So guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming along the ride with us. We're all caught up with Star Wars stuff until the next one comes out after Christmas. So yeah, leave us a review if you want. Leave us good. Send, send some positivity our way. Send share dick pics, share the podcast with a friend, follow us on the socials. We'll link all that in the um, episode description. Seriously guys, 
put us out there. It makes us look better. The more followers we have on Facebook, on Instagram, share it with somebody else. We're really trying to drive those numbers up because we want to penetrate more of your ears. That's what we're all about. We're doing a hundred episodes. If we don't go up any higher, then we'll never do. That's any right. More than Ryan keeps threatening. Ryan threatens to quit every week. So you know what? For his sake, fuck it. <laughs> for his sake and your sake, I'll say we need your Fo- follow. So follow us. Leave us a good review. Share it with a friend. Seriously, but those of you who listen, seriously, thank you so much. You only we, have forty-seven you. more episodes to go. That's right. <laughs> Hustle. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, guys. I have no heart. But also, Merry as, Christmas, as Merry Christmas, as we say at the end of this in every episode of Almost Accurate. Happy Kwanzaa. And what's the one for the Jews? Uh, happy Hanukkah? Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Nighty night. Be hotches. Until next time, folks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.